Praise Jesus. How many of you know that God is doing something in our midst? Man, He is at work in our midst. And we, we got to be responsive. We got to be, we, we have to respond. Man, we cannot be stiff. Tell your neighbor, don't be stiff. Don't get stiff. Man, don't, don't choose to change. Choose to change. It's for your good. Choose to change. It's for your good. And don't carry this, uh, one month is behind us, by the way, of 2024. Don't carry this, I'm good the way I am. Don't carry that attitude in your mind. Man, I'll, we, we all need to change. We are all work in progress. The Holy Spirit has, is at work in us. Man, we've been perfected in the spirit and that is being revealed in the flesh, in being made manifest in the, in the physical realm. But we have to be yielded so that God can do his good pleasure in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Remind your neighbor that they are, that person is in church. How is he responding? Is it is response is getting better? Or is it becoming more cold? Man, in church you, you you need to have a certain attitude when you come to church. You got to have a certain attitude in you now you have to prepare, say prepare. Preparation is important when you come to the presence of God. You got to prepare. You got you to spend time. You got you to be rested. I mean, you can't rush into the presence of God and rush out of the presence of God. You just can't do that. And these are things that, you know, we, we keep repeating it over and over. But these are things that we must understand. The principles that God, God wants us to follow. Man. We can't just, you know, come any way we want and leave any way we want. Uh, just rushing in and rushing out. You know, because we, your, your, your schedule for the, for the day is so tightly packed and just squeezed in church. Somehow manage to squeeze in church. Please, get a, get a life. Get a life. I and mean, don't act like, uh, you know, you have so many other things to do. Better things to do. That's what I meant. You have so many other things to do. But don't act like you have so many other better things to do. You don't have anything else better than this. Amen. That's the truth. The, the, the sooner you realize it, the better for you. Amen. It'll, do, it'll, it'll go well with you. Amen. Amen. Somebody respond this morning. Please respond this morning. Amen. So we were looking at uh, this King Hezekiah. Say Hezekiah. The, the son of uh, Ahaz or Ahaz. Okay. Did I get the name right? Did I get the name right? The king of Judah. King Hezekiah, the king of Judah. Uh, who became king at the age of 25 after his father became king at the age of 25, by the way. And he ruled for 16 years, his father, Ahaz. Amen. Before which there's his grandfather, Jotham, if I'm not mistaken. Before which there was his great-grandfather, Uzziah. You all know Uzziah, King Uzziah. You all know him. The guy who turned leprous because he decided to take things into his hands by burning Incense, yeah, incense in the, in the temple. And God was displeased because that was not allotted to him. He was allotted to rule. His portion in life was to rule over his people. And uh, the, the, the Levitical priesthood, they were supposed to burn incense in the house of God. But he decided to take things into his hands. He was a good king, by the way. He did pretty well till this point when he was so proud about things and he took things into his own hands. And then his son Jotham, okay, you know. And then came Ahaz, totally wicked, say wicked. And this 
King Hezekiah was the son, was the son of uh, Ahaz or Ahaz. For 16 years, uh, Ahaz ruled. At, at the latter part of his rule, I believe uh, Hezekiah was like a co-regent, like a, uh, you know, the, the successor, of course. So he was like a co-regent. So he learned a thing or two from his father about administration, about ruling. But just look at this. Look at the plight of this young man. He had a very bad example to follow. He had a very bad example to follow. This guy was so bad. You can't, you can't imagine the kind of things that we, we read that last week. The kind of things that this king Ahaz did. The king of Judah. A king over God's people. The kind of things that he did. He sacrificed his own children. Can you believe that? He was a devil worshipper. He was a devil worshipper involved with witchcraft. He built altars all around, not, for, not to, to worship God, but to worship pagan gods. In the corners, in you know, every corner of his land, he built altars dedicated unto idols. He was such a wicked man, he closed the house of worship. Think about it. A king which, whom God established closing the door of worship, closing the door into the house of God. Not only did he close the house of worship, the sanctuary of God, he also took things which are sacred unto God, cut them into pieces, pulverized them, if I can say it like that, destroyed them, cut them into pieces, and he gave off some of those things as, like, you know, he gave it off. And he, he, he just uh, destroyed the temple of God. He brought in filth into the temple of God. The temple of God was closed, locked up, preventing people from worship for almost 16 years at least. And you are talking about a generation. You think about living a life for 16 years, not having access to worshiping God. We are not talking about a time and an age and a dispensation where the Holy Spirit is indwelling in them. We're talking about a dispensation when they have to come together. There's an there's a order, there's a structure that God has instituted for people to come together. They, they go by ordinances, say ordinances and commandments to worship God. There are rituals and sacrifices that they have to offer unto God, to please God. And they have to do it periodically. It's a discipline, it's a discipline to turn their attention to God. From, a, from being a, a, a wayward generation, from a, being a wayward people, to turn their attention to God. God prescribed these things in His Word, in His law. And now, just imagine the plight of such a people. They were restricted from worshipping God. And they were shown other substitutes to God. That is worse. Not only were they prevented from worshipping the true living God, they were also encouraged and deceived and manipulated, I would say even incentivized, to worship pagan gods. How wicked can a man get? Now the, the kind of things that he did, he, he decided to worship uh, even when he was not doing well. That's the worst part, okay? Even when he was not doing well, even when he, his life was going downhill, you know what he did? He went after other gods in rebellion unto the true living God. Because he, he thought that the, the pagan gods were helping his enemies. So instead of turning to his God, who is the one true living God, the most powerful God, 
instead of turning his attention to him in submission and repentance he rebelled he hardened his heart so much that he went after pagan gods the very gods whom he thought were helping his enemies but the truth of the matter was god the one true living god was turning them against him the bible very clearly says that to make this people an object of terror of hissing horror the bible records all those things and then we are talking about this young guy he came into power after his father died hezekiah say hezekiah with uh, i mean i don't see we we can't really understand how this boy or this young man came into power and the very first thing now his nation is uh, you know in shambles you know that they are being threatened all around by enemies there are all kinds of administrative uh, mishaps all kinds of administrative uh, failures going on but his attention is not on any of those things he pays attention to what is the most important thing for god's people to pay attention to hello i want you to know the most important thing for you to pay attention to in your life is your devotion to god is your worship unto god things can go wrong finances can be depleting there can be issues in in life which are so distracting but if you can get your act right and focus on the one true living god and worship him everything else will fall into place everything else will fall into place put god first put god first simple simple uh, you know instruction simple uh, way of life put god first in everything put jesus first put jesus first amen make him the true lord over your life not just in words but in deed in actions it must be shown in your life that you are under the lordship of christ hallelujah praise god so the first thing in the first month of his reign the first month of his reign in the very first year of his reign in the very first month of his reign the very first commandment that he gives out let's look at that one more time i want to go through this chapter one more time there are things that we miss maybe there are things that god wants to remind us again there are may maybe there are things that god he wants us to really get a hold of amen and i'm just, i'm just being inspired this morning by the spirit to repeat maybe i don't know how far i will repeat but some of those things are just the lord is putting in my heart to go back to it so i'm just going by obedience hezekiah sent to all okay sorry 29 and verse 1 second chronicles chapter 29 and verse 1 hezekiah become king became king when he was 25 years old and he reigned 29 years in jerusalem and his mother's name was abijah the daughter of zechariah and he did right in the sight of the lord according to all that his father david had done now the that's interesting that his father david it's not no mention of his father ahaz man it's interesting because he was looking up to a spiritual father amen so to speak he was looking up to the spiritual lineage in the first year of his reign in the first month he opened say opened the first thing that you must do every morning open the door of worship we heard that this morning today was it was ministered to you the first thing that you must do every morning open the door of worship are you listening kids are you listening the first thing that you must do is not to cry ah, i don't i want to sleep for some more time i don't want to go to school no that's not the first thing the first thing that you must do is get up and praise him hello get up and praise him sing a song sing a song 
Say, sing a song. Sing a loud song. Your, your parents must get so annoyed that you're singing a song so loud in the morning. Annoy them with worship. So let them join the bandwagon with you. Show them the way. I'm telling you, these kids are going to show the way. You're going to show the way. But they were touched. We had house tours fellowship. They were touched. And a bunch of them got baptized in the spirit. Received the gift of tongues. That. Hallelujah. We are living in Bible days. The Bible days. We are living in Bible prophecies. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, so praise God. Are you happy for them? You don't seem to be so happy for them. Are you happy for them? Truly. You better be. Because it's prophetic fulfillment. When prophecy is fulfilled, don't... Don't show a long face. So in the first reign, first year of the reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. So repair. Repair, repair worship. Tell your neighbor, repair your worship. Repair your worship. No, no, that's not enough. You have to tell, shake some people and say, repair your worship. Your worship needs to repair. Your worship needs, I'm telling you, some of you, you need to hear this very clearly. Your worship needs repair. Your worship needs repair. Your devotion needs a repair. Do you know that the word edification, what it means? We are considering this. We are talking about after, uh, after Thursday, we, we were driving down to, on Friday, we were driving down for focus. And we were talking about the gift of tongues. And, and I was saying, um, I think Brother King and I were just, just talking about it. And I was telling him, uh, the gift of tongues is for what? Personal edification. You know what edification means? Huh? It means repair. If you don't know, it means repair. You speak in tongues to repair. First, you have to acknowledge that you need a repair. I need a repair. Man, in this world, I need a repair. Repair. Say repair. Say repair. Loudly say repair. Repair your worship. Repair your devotion unto God. Repair your study of God's word. Repair your prayer life. Somebody listen to me. Repair your prayer life. Repair your prayer life. Repair your prayer life. Repair your prayer life. Repair your ministry. Repair. Repair. Hello. Repair your fellowship. Repair. Change. Change. I took my dad's car for, for maintenance after almost, I think, two years. Good car. Pretty decent condition. Got into the workshop and we started getting information that it needs repair. One thing led to the other. A whole list of things were repaired. We got back the car and realized, okay, this car needed repair. Sometimes you won't realize that. We can get so used to... A, in, in this example, the vehicle, that you don't realize that it needs a repair. You're so used to your car. It's so comfortable. It's so easy to drive around for you. Somebody else who had, who's got a better, newer car, walks, steps into your car and drives and like, what is this? What's with all the noise and the clanging, the stiffness, 
இந்த பிள்ளையே சரி ரிப்பேர் சம்டைம்ஸ் செல்ஃப் இவேல்யூவேஷன் நீட் நாட் பி ரைட் வி ஹாவ் டு பிளேஸ் ஆர் செல்ஸ் ஆன் தி ஆல்டர் ஃபார் தி ஹோலி ஸ்பிரிட் டு இன்ஸ்பெக்ட் டு லுக் அட் man to weigh our heart to weigh our motive you know we are like this you are going doing good you are doing good keep it up come on come on keep it up just 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 don't change this is absolutely fantastic excellent you are doing excellent 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 my son excellent my brother you calling yourself all that keep it the same way no ask the holy spirit you need repair you need repair and sometimes you know the the areas in which you need repair can we mind boggling you probably would have overlooked it so much you would have overlooked it so much it can be one small correction which will cost you dearly if you don't look into it and that's how vehicles are then you will look at you will overlook a small thing for example the tire is like in a completely gone it's okay it is running anyways one thing will lead to other you will skid and hit on something why because you didn't change the tire the car, the tire was only 5000 rupees or 6000 rupees because you didn't change change it on time that's right 25000 are you getting this sir repair repair see prolonging the repair can be very costly procrastinating the repair i mean this is all the more costly in spiritual life I mean don't see that's why I said don't live with this attitude I am fine I am good I am settled I am sorted no you are not don't lie to yourself that's why the bible talks about deceiving yourself do not deceive yourself do not deceive yourself you got to open your heart your life to the holy spirit to god's word the, the word of god when I mean, you must every time you you get into god's word this must shake you so violently Every time you get into God's word the word of God must shake you so violently The word of God must shake you so violently Every time you listen to God's word you you must you must undergo some shaking there must be vibrations say vibrations I hope I hope you are vibrating and not your phone when you get into God's word. The only vibration that is going on is the phone is vibrating. When you every time you open God's word, phone is vibrating or ringing. Repair, say repair. The first thing in the first year of his reign, the prior the most important thing, the priority thing. The top priority thing, open the door of the house of the Lord and repair. repaired them he repaired them he brought in the priests and the levites and gathered them into the square on the east look at this look at the things that he did it's it's all a 25 year old new king who had a, such a terrible example to emulate he has such a, ter- a terrible example to look at he learned thank god he didn't learn from that terrible example but that was all that he had but the first thing he does say bring reform bring repair man and he is doing this young guy he is not hesitating he brought in the priest meaning he called for them he called for them say so commanded them you must understand see hello, hello hello listen listen all of you listen he brought in meaning he commanded them 
he brought in the worshippers he brought in he brought them in he commanded them to come you must understand for 16 years they didn't have any job to do these priests had forgotten their their calling they had forgotten their calling they had forgotten how to do things in the house of god because the house of god was was closed locked the articles of worship were all scattered demolished they were out of touch say out of touch the matters of worship were they were oblivious to all those things it it had it had passed their mind it was it was not in their minds anymore but but this guy called them commanded them to come priests and levites come because i've repaired say repaired i've opened the house of god step by step open the house of god repair the worship man repair say repair open worship say open your worship say repair your worship and call say call he called them in gathered them so gathered them into the square on the east and he said to them listen to me it's not please listen can you please no say listen is a king say king the king is saying listen to me listen to me o levites consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the house of the lord look at say instruction say instruction say loudly instruction consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the house of the lord and the god of the lord the god of your fathers and carry the uncleanness out of the holy place simple thing just consecrate yourself you separate yourself you've been doing other things maybe you gone back to some other trade maybe we have found something else to do maybe you are in some form of business i don't know what you're into but i want you to separate yourself separate yourself sanctify yourself and then sanctify this house i just opened it sanctify it and bring out all the uncleanness all the filth that has gone in because of because of a wicked administration because of an evil administration uncleanness filth has gone into the place of worship you must look into your life as uncleanness crept into your worship look into your life in your place of worship as uncleanness crept into your worship as i watched a video worship is going on and people are they sing worship song but they are snacking say snacking nobody feels a pinch and i am looking at it like, like what is going on here the person who took the video is also i can hear the seriously carry the uncleanness out of the holy place for our fathers have been unfaithful and have done evil in the sight of our god and have forsaken him and turned their faces away from the dwelling place of the lord from the place of worship and have turned their backs they also have shut the doors of the porch and put out the lamps they have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the god of israel i get concerned when the church begins to dwindle in worship when i go to a place of worship and i see the there's a things are not the way it is supposed to be i get very concerned it's always been like that because it is one thing that really uh, troubles me is when i see a lack of worship 
is the first sign of backsliding. It's the, the first sign of uh, a generation going astray. First sign. Hello, listen to me. This is very, 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 very important for you to understand. The very first symptom, say symptom. The very first symptom of a generation falling away is this, lack of worship, lack of reverence in worship. And then that gets, that gets transferred to the next generation. The next generation is looking up at people who can't worship. They've forgotten to worship. They don't know who are the Levites. They don't know who are the priests. They don't know how to honor them. They don't know how to honor the house of God. Everything is the same. And they see substitutes for worship. Substitutes for worship. Idols in the place of God. Hello? Not in our lives. Not in our lives. Not in our church. Not in our lives. Not in our church. We must not allow. We must not allow. We must not allow the house of worship, the house of prayer, which includes us personally and the, 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 the church collectively. We must not allow any form of uncleanness and, or slackness to creep in in worship. Look at the, the offense of these, these people. They've forsaken him. They turned their faces away from the dwelling place. They have shut the doors of the porch, put out the lambs. Everything to do with worship is cancelled. They cancel. Worship is the first thing they cancel. See, this, this, must, this must make you very irritated. Now, this must make you hate me because I'm saying these things to you. The first thing that you can call off on a day is what? Worship. Because you can't, you can't call off the invitation that somebody gave you to go for a function. But you can call off the invitation from God to come for worship. I mean, hello, something is wrong. Are you getting this? Something is wrong. I'm telling you, if, if you've been a believer for many years and if you're still doing these things, shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. And I don't care who you are, what you are, who, what you do, but this is a shame. They've locked up, they, they shut the doors of the porch, put out the lamps, and have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. Look at the next one. Therefore the wrath of God was against Judah and Jerusalem. And he has made them an object of terror, of horror, and of hissing, as you see with your own eyes. Sometimes you are like, I don't know why things are going wrong. I'll tell you why. You're not drawing close to God. You're going away from him. What do you expect? What do you expect? When you're not drawing closer to God, day to day, you must draw closer to God. From day to day, from year to year, your, your uh, life must change. Your lifestyle must change. You must get closer to God. Your devotion must become stronger. Your commitment must become stronger. That's right. It's about a growth. It's about increase. Amen. Don't say that. When I, the first love was very strong. What about now? What about now? Worship has become dispensable for you. And you're crying, I don't know what's going on. Things are not, not happening the way it is supposed to happen. He said, draw near to God. Draw near to God. Draw near to God. Put God first. Simple instruction. Put Jesus first. Put Him first. Make Him the Lord. Make Him the Master. Make Him the one in charge. 
don't have double standards you judge other people with one standard and you follow some other standard no don't live like that looking at the speck in some people you know that person that person is like this and this about you you have a log in your eye the other person only had a speck and you're so worried about the speck in the other person's eye when you have a log just jutting out like like this Therefore the wrath of the Lord was against Judah and Jerusalem and he has made them an object of terror, of horror, of hissing as you see with your own eyes. For behold our father have fallen by the sword. Sorry. For, for behold our fathers have fallen by the sword and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel that is burning that is burning anger may turn away from us so it's in my heart say what's in your heart what's in your heart you have a you have a you have a desire to get things right do you have a desire to get things right what's in your heart you have a desire to repair do you have a desire to repair do you have a desire to repair reestablish my sons do not be negligent my sons hello Uh, we we looked at that last time my it's all instruction i'm i'm amazed he's inexperienced he's inexperienced he he has to gain popularity by the way the way his father ruled over this land i'm sure that there's a possible cause of uprising against this king because he you understand what is what what we're dealing with here yes. the father was a miserable king a failure and his son has come to power the people are not going to accept him just like that he doesn't care he wants to do the right things get things right get things right do not be negligent now tell your neighbor don't be negligent no no that's not enough don't say like don't be negligent okay please no that's not how you say it look at the way he said look at look at the way he said verse 11 my sons that's with authority fatherly authority my sons he's talking to the levites and the priests king is saying my sons my sons do not be negligent now for the lord has chosen he's reminding them the lord has chosen you because he knows that he's been chosen by god see only such a person can talk like that you want to instruct somebody you better be in this place he know he 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 knew exactly that he's chosen by god for the lord has chosen The Lord has chosen you to stand before him to minister to him and to his ministers and to be his ministers and burn incense everything that they they forgotten to do everything that they were restricted from doing for 16 years and he's reminding them do not be negligent now let's get our act right do not be negligent now you've been called by God chosen by God to burn incense to minister unto him Then the Levites arose. I love this part. The Levites arose. A whole bunch of them. Okay, let's skip those verses. And they assembled, verse 15. And they assembled their brothers, consecrated themselves. They, see, these, some people, see, it does not take many, by the way. It does not take much. The priest, they assembled the brothers, consecrated themselves and went in to cleanse the house of the lord 
say initiative so when when you have the word when you receive the word of instruction take initiative don't sleep on it you know what what will happen if you sleep on the word of god you will become insensitive to god's word you will become numb to his instruction over a period of time you will be so numb you will be haughty and proud because you know so much of word but you will be so insensitive you will not move an inch when god tells you something so respond so take initiative oh hello not like that say it with some oomph say take initiative so they assemble their brothers they assemble king assemble them but now they taking initiative because the king took initiative commanded them now they are taking initiative to assemble their brothers consecrated themselves went in to cleanse the house of the lord according to the commandment of the king say commandment Amen. by the words of the lord say commandment Amen. so when see when 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 you receive commandment to worship receive it when you receive a commandment to worship just take it so the priests went into the inner part of the house of the lord to cleanse it and every unclean thing which they found in the temple of the lord they brought out to the court the levites received it to carry out to the kidron valley so they did all that they finished on the 16th day of the month the utensils that which king ahaz had discarded uh, you know they have prepared prepared and consecrated and they before the altar of the lord and they report this to king hezekiah look at the in verse 20 then he, king hezekiah arose early say arose early so when you are on a mission you should, you must arise early in every way arise early be prepared be ready don't waste time be prepared move say move tell him a move move say move move he arose early the king arose early he was king he could have slept for some more time the king could have slept for some more time the the, the entire nation can wait for him he can even tell them a time and he can still sleep by the way like our ministers they'll give us a time 3 o'clock we'll come i'll come we'll do the inauguration he will turn up at 7 p.m. for hours the people are waiting this king arose early look at this he arose early say arose early he arose early and he assembled see he assembled the prince he went up the the princes he went he sent word to get all the princes he went he was the first one to be there hello he was the first one to be there that's something hallelujah he was the first one to be there when it comes to worship be the first one to be there somebody receive this word when it comes to worship you must be the first one to be there the first one to be there he arose early i hope on a sunday you can arise early oh the kind of ex- sunday is the only day i get to sleep is it what about the other days what about the other days the only day i get to come on you need to change you say repair we need a repair if you're the kind of person who thinks that sunday is the only day you get to sleep you need a repair man repair king hezekiah arose early and assembled the princes of the city and went up to the house of the lord he went up to the house of the lord assembling the princes of the city and they they brought seven bulls seven rams seven lambs seven male goats sin offering uh, he ordered the he ordered the priests look at this he ordered he gathered he commanded he instructed who is this guy who is he just came into power and he is doing things like he is 
He is in charge. He is not waiting to slowly establish power. He is in charge from day one. Hallelujah. Praise God. He ordered the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they, so they, look at that. He ordered, so they. That's called response. He ordered, so they slaughtered the bulls and the priests took the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. They also slaughtered the rams and sprinkled the blood on the altar. They slaughtered the lambs also and sprinkled the blood on the altar. See how, how much they had to do to get their act right. How privileged we are. I'm getting this. Now you, see, I just need to, if you really understood this, you will be already on your knees worshipping. You don't need the blood of rams and bulls and sheep and goats to get things right with God. You have the blood of Christ which speaks better things. Say better things. Better things. You can get cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You can get cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You have, you're, you're cleansed perpetually. An ongoing cleansing is happening because of the blood. You just need to choose to be cleansed. That's all. Just choose to be cleansed. The blood of Jesus Christ is cleansing you from day to day. From all unrighteousness. From all wickedness. From all sin. These people had to come with goats and rams and bulls. And slaughter them. Apply the blood on the altar. How privileged we are. How privileged we are. See, just, just enjoy the freedom in Christ. Enjoy the privilege of knowing Jesus. The priest slaughtered them, verse 24, and purged the altar with their blood to atone for all Israel. Oh. For the king ordered the burnt offering and the sin offering for all Israel. For all of Israel, not just for Judah, for all Israel. Because he was mindful of the covenant of God. And he could have just, I'm the king of Judah. I'll just take care of Judah. No. All of Israel. All of Israel. My people. Say my people. He then stationed the Levites. Say he then, he, it's all about him. Say him. He is taking the initiative. His deed, his act, his commandment, his order, his vision. His repairing, his correction. He ordered, he then stationed. Look at this verse 25. He then stationed, he gathered. I love it. You, you, must, you must be like that. You must be all about, about worship. When it comes to worship, you are just, just on the move. You are gathering people for worship. I hope you are. I hope you are. I hope you won't say things like, I don't have space in my vehicle. You find... I hope you will squeeze people inside your vehicle to bring them to church. Gathering people. Say gathering them in. Then he then stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with harps, with lyres, according to the command of David and of God the king seer and of Nathan the prophet. For the command was from the Lord through his prophets. 
and the levites stood with the musical instruments of david I'm talking about the the fabens and the tejos and the dammies they all stood with musical instruments of david and the priests with the trumpets then hezekiah gave the order who is this guy every other line is about him giving order regarding worship he gave the order to offer the burnt offering on the altar when the burnt offering began the song of the lord the song to the lord also began song to the lord some versions say song of the lord the song to the lord also began with the trumpets i hope your song is this is the only song that you know i hope this is the only song that you know song to the lord children only song to the lord don't experiment we are considering the life of a person just just got to know some things that are going on let wow heartbreaking don't leave any doors open for the devil to come in don't allow don't give him access now this, look at this shut the doors of worship and then imagine shutting the doors of worship and opening the doors for paganism so that's what some of us do you shut the mouth of worship and start singing songs not to the lord but song to some something else songs about something else repent 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 come out of it repent the song to the lord also began with the trumpets accompanied by the instruments of david king of israel while the whole assembly worshiped the whole assembly say whole assembly not half of not half assembly hello say whole assembly whole assembly all of you must worship when you come to the house of god this is the ecclesia the assembly of the brethren the gathering of god's people the gathering of the saints all all of the assembly the whole assembly must worship ah this is what we do worship is for the others sometimes you know you see this uh, husbands you know stiff worship is for weaklings my wife is worshiping this is how i worship that's our problem come on that's a problem we need to be we need to understand repair repair we need a repair in our understanding with regards to worship throw yourself in worship offer the word the word is offer yourself as a living sacrifice offer yourself as a living sacrifice when it comes to worship offer place yourself on the altar the whole assembly worshiped the singers also sung the whole assembly worship when the singers sung the whole assembly worship here the singers are sing the whole assembly is not worshiping ah singers they they'll, they'll sing there are two or three of them let them sing we'll just stand and watch and get uh, wait for this to get over no no not like that the whole assembly worship the singers set apart also say also also sang and the trumpets sounded all this continued until the burnt offering was finished now at the completion of the burnt offering the king and all who were present with him bowed down who bowed down who bowed down 
See, only a man of worship can be like this. You know, for him to give commandments concerning the house of God, for him to open up the house of worship, for him to, uh, to consecrate the house of worship, cleanse the house of worship, he had to, he has to be, he must be a man of worship. And that's, that's what is proved here. He also bowed down. King and all who are present with him bow down. Say bow down. Say expressions of worship. When is the last time you bowed down in worship? Not sat down in worship. Hello. Not sad. I'm not talking about sitting down in worship like this. Worship is going on. You're sitting down because you're tired. I'm talking about bowing down in worship. Bowing down in worship. When is the last time you bowed down in worship? When is the last time your knees hit the ground in worship? Not when you tripped and fell. Not when you tripped and fell. When is the last time your knees hit the floor? In worship. When is the last time you went prostrate on the fall in on the floor in worship? Say repair. Church needs to undergo repair. We need to have a repair in worship. Now we spend and receive most of the focus in many churches today are repairing the main the, the, the facilities. We need to repair our worship. We had to build, rebuild the temple of praise. The temple of praise. Everything that you read about the house of God is this. Each one of us. Repair. Say repair. So next, next see morning. Next Sunday morning. Do some, what, what do you call that thing? Jumping jacks. Yeah, some stretches. And then come to church. You must. No, I'm serious. I think, no, maybe. So I'm going to wait for a little more time. I probably might start, you, you should not be surprised if I start worship with all that. You know, I'll call one of, one of you guys to come and help me warm up the people for worship, physically. Do some stretches. We have people who go to the gym, so they know how to do things. I might ask Joel, one of these days, Joel, come and do. You're, you're becoming a worship leader, by the way, when I ask you to do that, yeah. Hands are heavy on a Sunday morning. I don't know why that is. But by Sunday evening, it'll, it'll come up. It'll, it'll do this, 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 and you know, everything is possible. But on a Sunday morning, hands can't go beyond this. Legs can't take your weight on a Sunday morning. Why? Why? Think. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. Say strength. 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 You must get a revelation of this. Strength. Your strength is to love your Lord. Love the Lord your God. That's, that's why you have strength. Then Hezekiah answered and said, Now that you have consecrated yourself, yourselves to the Lord, come near. See, first you have to consecrate yourselves. Separate. Say separate. Separate. Understand that you are meant for this. You call for worship. That's the first step. Understand that you are called for worship. Come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the house of the Lord. And the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings and all those who were willing, say willing. 
Willingness is a key in worship. Without willingness, there is no worship. Without willingness, there is no worship. The key to worship is willingness. Willingness to come to the house of God. Willingness to get up early. Willingness to sleep late. Willing, it's a willingness. It's about your devotion unto God. Man, it's the mark of your devotion unto God. Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, come near and bring sacrifice and thank offering to the house of the Lord. And the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings and all those who were willing brought burnt offerings. And the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was so on and so forth. Okay, keep going. And then verse 34, but the priests were too few. Hello? Say repair. See, this, this has to change. This has to change. This has to change. The priests were too few. Laborers are few. Why? Why? You know, I'll tell you why. Because there is no honor. There's no honor given to this. Give honor to ministry. Amen. Honor your ministers. Amen. And then your children will start to honor ministry. Amen. The priests were too... Look at this. We are talking about God's people, God's nation. In that nation, the priests were too... Come on. The priests were too few. It's like the church saying, we don't have much missionaries with us. We don't have much people to do ministry in our church. The church is full, but very few to do ministry. The priests were too few. So that they were unable to skin all the... They were unable to handle worship. Say, overload. Hello? See, you must take this verse, sit in the presence of God, fast and pray, and allow the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. This is serious. But the priests were too few, so that they were unable to skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore, their brothers, the Levites, held them. See, I want to tell you something. Never, never, okay? This is a word from the Lord. Never discourage a person who is in ministry. Never. Never. Don't you dare to discourage, in word or deed, a person who is committing to ministry. Don't give them advices to do something else. Okay? Serious. This is a word from the Lord. Don't give them advices to do something else. Don't point fingers to some other direction. Don't suggest them a better way. The call is from God. Don't stand in the way of the call of God. Never. The priests were too few. So that they were unable to skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore, the brother, their brothers, the Levites, the ones who were not priests, but in the family of the Levites, their brothers held them until the work was completed and until the other priests had consecrated themselves. So they waited for the other priest, already ordained priest, to consecrate themselves. But these guys were ready. They're ready. The Lord will use the people who are ready. You might have graduated from the Bible college, but God will use people who are ready. Amen? You might have already done ministry for so many years, but it's, it, does, it does not matter to God. People who are ready. Say willing, willing.
the levites were more conscientious i hope i got the pronunciation right conscientious that's right conscientious any other word in your bibles upright oh loved it perfectly put the levites were more upright of heart conscientious mean with a clear conscience they were ready clear conscience upright of heart the levites were more upright of heart to consecrate themselves than the priest hello the, the days are coming the days i'm telling you this prophetic word days are coming when they, these things will happen now people who have no clue no no experience no nothing in ministry no not even a tinge of ministry will start to minister they will stand here and prophesy i'm telling i'm i'm talking about children prophesying so you saw them getting touched you saw them getting touched you saw them getting filled with the spirit you saw them uh, you know falling under the power of god you you saw them you saw them uh, speaking in other tongues now soon you're going you're going to see them prophesying praying over people miracle signs and wonders it's going to happen it's going to happen the least the least the least the least the least see that's that's all it's all mentioned in god's word you know the you know the ones who joined the last also got the same reward the same wages the people who just turned up in the last moment okay you also come they all got the same privileges the same pay we're going to see things like that the church not just this church the church at large going to see things like that now we're going to see the the last becoming first amen the little becoming big yeah it's going to happen that's going to happen now you think that you know god is impressed by the the pomp and the pride, the, the pride of uh, you know and the the ponch huh and the, the 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 silky white shirt and all no oh, god is not impressed by any of those things god rend not your garments rend your hearts god looks at the heart if the heart is right god says this is good enough for me man that's why 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 1 turned up this is the one he didn't have the looks he didn't have the merits but he is fit for the service of god hallelujah somebody receive this word just receive this word just receive this word receive this word they were more conscientious to consecrate themselves than the priest and there were also many burnt offerings with the fat of the peace offerings and with the libations of the burnt offerings thus the service of the house of the lord was established again again say again that's right you must celebrate when worship restarts celebrate yeah it's a matter of great joy every every time you hear worship your heart must be so thrilled when you're traveling on the road you hear a, a, a sound of worship your heart must be so thrilled you must, when you hear a, a song when i go especially when i go to schools you know i hear the morning praise going on the morning worship my heart gets so thrilled yeah there is worship sound of worship so god will establish God just needed one king with the with the right mindset to establish things back just like this look at the next verse then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced over what God has prepared for the people because the thing came about we look at this word last week suddenly suddenly it does not take long when God wants to do something suddenly say suddenly say suddenly suddenly 
man. Suddenly. Verse 30. Sorry, chapter 30. Let's go to chapter 30. Hallelujah. Are you getting something this morning? Yes. Say worship. worship. Say repair. repair. Say repair. repair. Say repair. repair. And just, I want you all to say, Lord, Lord, repair me. Lord, repair me. Repair me. Holy Spirit, repair me. Repair me. Repair me. Now you must understand the importance of speaking in tongues. Repair. Repair happens. Repair happens. Without, without external pressure, correction will happen in your life. When you speak in tongues. Verse chapter 30. Now Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah and wrote letters also. Look at this guy. He is not stopping. Say not stopping. And now he can say, okay, now that everything is established, let me go back to? No. Say no. Say persist. Now Hezekiah sent to all Israel, not just to Judah, also to the northern kingdom, Israel. All Israel and Judah and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh that they should come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover to the Lord God of Israel. Say worship. May your writings inspire people to worship. May your writings inspire people to worship. Hello. Nobody has thought about it. Your writings must inspire people to worship. Even if it's just one sentence. Even if it is just one sentence that you write, may your writing inspire people to worship. For the king and his princes and all the assembly, see all the assembly in Jerusalem had decided to celebrate. Say decided. See, worship is a decision. Somebody help me this morning. Worship is a decision. It's not just a coincidence. It's a decision. You decide to worship. Hello. You decide to worship. Not just on Sunday, daily. Say daily. You decide to worship. Get up in the morning, you decide to worship. Go to school, you decide to worship. Go to the office, you decide to worship. Wherever you go, you decide to worship. Come to church, you decide to worship. It's a decision. Decision. Say decision. Decide to worship. Thank you, Lord. decided to celebrate the Passover in the second month. Since they could not celebrate it at that time, because the priest had not consecrated themselves in sufficient numbers, nor had the people been gathered to Jerusalem. So they went beyond the time. The time of Passover was the first month, but they went beyond the time, but they decided. See, better late than never. When it comes to worship, better late than? You got, you got to start somewhere. You got to start. When it comes to worship, you got to start somewhere. Thus the thing was right in the sight of the king and all the assembly. So they established a decree to circulate a proclamation throughout all Israel from Beersheba, sorry, Beersheba, even to Dan, that they should come to celebrate the Passover to the Lord God of Israel at Jerusalem. For they had not celebrated it in Great numbers as it was prescribed. Say there's a prescription. There's a prescribed way of worship. Hello. Nobody know that? knows that? You don't know that? There's a prescribed format of worship. 
Tell your neighbor, don't change the prescription. Yeah. Worship is not based on your whims and fancies. Not, worship is not based on your whims and fancies. It's about what God has prescribed in His Word. You must worship God the way He wants to be worshipped. Worshipping Him in truth and in spirit. For such, the Father seeks. The Bible says, Father is seeking. The Father God is seeking for those who would worship Him in spirit and in truth. Man, it's a prescribed format. Prescribed way. Because they had not celebrated it. They had not worshipped in great numbers as it was prescribed. We must worship in great numbers. Thank you, King. I love you so much. You agree with me. I love you so much. I'm telling you. I said the church must gather together in great numbers. The others are worried about space. Hello. So now at least I have an empty chair next to me. I can stretch my hands in between. Hello. Somebody, get a life. Please. Let me ask you, honestly, how many of you pray that this church will overflow? Truly. Truly. You need more faith. Come on. More faith. This must happen this year. This year. It must happen this year. This place must overflow. Amen. For the glory of His name. Not for anything else. For the glory of His name. Amen. We must worship in great numbers. There must be a thronging to the house of God. People must throng. There must be a traffic block right outside of, outside of church. See, we must have cops down the street handling traffic. You, you, you don't think about those things. And I want to see such things. Why? I serve the king. And they serve the king, not knowing that. That's what the Bible says. Hello. Authorities are serving whom? They are ministers. If they are ministers, then they must serve the church. Come on. Why are you worried? Where will we park the car? Don't, don't, Lord, no, no, no. I need my parking space when I come to church. Telling you, when this place overflows, the Lord will give a bigger space. Every, yes. Man, God will give a bigger space. There'll be enough space for you to car, park your car. Okay? You can park your cars. You can park cars, we can park buses. Man. Hello, come on. Somebody agree. See, there is, there is power in agreement, okay? There's power in agreement. You just need to agree. 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 See, this, this town, see, don't think that there's a, there's a uh, what do you call, excess of churches in this town. No. No. So many people, so many souls, so many souls. In this town, the neighboring towns, across the, the state of Kerala, even across the, the nation of India, so many souls just waiting to come into the house of God. Man. So we must be ready. Say ready. ready. Open the house. Amen. Open the house. St when you stand here, it must, you must have the mindset that you are with 1,000 people or 10,000 people. You know, I, I tell uh, when, when uh, you know, musicians join, I usually tell them something that I, uh, you know, I lived by. I went by uh, when I started in ministry. Every time I stand up to minister, I want to preach, I want to minister, like there are a thousand people at least in front of me. 
I might be only seeing five or ten people, but the, the mindset should be that you are seeing thousand people. Man, that one fine day when thousands gather, your knees won't, <laughs> come on, your knees won't shake. You'll be ready. That's right. One fine day, thousand people walk into church. Hello? Now, some of you are still think that I'm, I'm joking, I've lost my mind, but this, are, this is all prophetic. Okay, I'm, I'm just echoing what God is speaking of this church. Amen. I'm telling you, we will not have space, we will not have room to contain the souls that Lord is going to add to this church. Man, He's going to do it. He's going to do it. In great number, as it is prescribed. It is prescribed in God's word to gather in great number. Not just in this church, the churches across this nation. We must gather in great number. Great number. I don't pray that, that the people in that church will deplete and this church will grow. No. Pray for that church also. Every church must have great number. Great number. We only want in this church those God wants to bring to this church. Man, they should come to this church. I'm, I'm talking about that's a big number. Hello. Somebody. Help me. And the couriers were sent, sorry, the couriers went throughout all Israel and Judah with the letters from the hand of the king and his princes, even according to the command of the king, saying, O oh, sons of Israel, return to the Lord God of Abraham. Say return. return. Say repair. Return. Say return. return. When you repair your mindset, you must return to God. Amen. First you repair your mindset, then you return to God. Consecrate yourself and draw near to God. Repair your mindset and draw near to God. Ret say return. return. Say return. Return to first law. Hello? It's scriptural. Return to the place of first law. First law. But sometimes I wonder whether you all worship like this from the time you got started. Then it's a different thing. Then you can stay this way. It was not like that for me. For me, worship was something else. And I'm returning. Say returning. I'm repairing my mindset. I'm returning. I don't want to compromise. I don't want to stay here. I'm returning. I want to draw closer to God. Amen. In worship, I want to be broken before God. I want to pour it all out before God. I want to cry like a baby. The couriers went throughout all Israel and Judah with the letters from the hand. O sons of Israel, return to the, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel that he may return to those of you who escaped and are left from the hand of the kings of Assyria. You return to God, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's what the scripture is saying. Draw near to God. Ever wondered why God is so far off? I'll tell you why. Because you are far off. Ever wondered why God is so far off? I don't know. God seems to be very distant. That's right. Because you are far from God. God is not far from you. You are far from God. That's why you feel that way. Return to God and you'll realize that he has returned to you. Man. Do not be like your fathers and your brothers who were unfaithful to the Lord God of their fathers so that he made them a horror as you see. Now do not stiffen. Say stiffen. Do not stiffen. We, we started with that. Do not be stiff. You said that, no? I made you say that. Today, yeah. 
tell your neighbor do not stiffen ah loosen up jumping jacks do all that when you come to church do not stiffen okay do not stiffen your neck like your fathers but yield to the lord i love this word i was looking at this word i was so curious to know what it means it means do this to the lord give an open hand it's like giving yield to the lord deal that's what it means yield to the lord do not stiffen your neck yield give an open hand the the word means hand open hand that's what it means this must be a posture when you return to god yes don't stiffen it not not like this not with closed fist not ready like you know no that's why i said lift your hands lift your hands see every posture in worship is significant every posture in worship is significant so when the worship leader tells you lift up your hands it's out of love so that you will understand the significance of lifting your hands yield that it just means yield i'm yielded i'm surrendered i'm yielded i'm returning to you that's what it means so next time when you come to church and you are like this hands feeling heavy if your hands are feeling heavy remember this word yield remember yield this is yield open hand give an open hand to god don't stiffen your neck don't stiffen your neck open hand to god open hand to god every time you worship open hand to god as an open hand to god it means use me it means here i am send me it means here i am lord use me it means i love you jesus that's what it means open hand i'm surrender to you hallelujah do not stiffen your neck like your fathers but yield to the lord and enter his sanctuary which he has consecrated forever you can come to church and not enter the sanctuary of god you can be inside the house of god inside this room this hall can be here and not enter the sanctuary that's why he's saying under his gates with thanksgiving so how do you enter so without thanksgiving can you enter no that's why some people can't they come to church but they have not entered the courts let us enter courts with praise first one is enter his gates with thanksgiving in your in our hearts enter his courts with praise hello where are you where is your praise where is your thanksgiving don't keep it back home and come don't keep back your thanksgiving and your praise back at home and come when you come to the presence of god because you can step inside church can step inside this room and still be out of the sanctuary i mean that's such a sad place to be did you go to church yes i went to church were you in the sanctuary no why no praise no thanksgiving outside of sanctuary you must enter the sanctuary hello enter the sanctuary with praise and thanksgiving and serve the lord your god that is burning anger may turn away from you when you worship god the favor of god is resting upon you man 
when you worship god the favor of god is resting upon you there is no anger there is no wrath there is no indignation against you because you are a worshipper you are a worshipper god is pleased with you he is pleased with worshipers he gives attention to worshipers he turns his head towards worshipers son of david have mercy on me i'm busy now did he say that he's walking to the next next town somebody called out son of david lord son of david have, that's that's what's that that's worship have mercy on me worship say worship that's a declaration of worship he is attributing the sonship to david meaning he is a messiah have mercy the one who can be merciful that's worship did he say not now later did he say that no he turned he stopped he went and he healed it's a favor worship brings favor worship brings favor man worship reinforces favor i should say you are already favored because you are in christ but worship kind of reinforces it it manifests the the favor of the lord will manifest upon you when you are in worship now for if you return to the lord your brothers and your sons will find compassion before those who led them captive and will return to this land for the lord your god is gracious and compassionate and will not turn his face away from you if you return to him so the couriers passed from city to city to city uh, verse 10 says but okay um, from city to city through the country of ephraim and manasseh as far as sebulun but they laughed them to scorn and mocked them so not everyone will, will respond to the call of worship not everyone will call, uh, respond to the call of worship there are, there are those who will laugh and mock don't be discouraged hello are you, are you listening don't be discouraged not everyone will join worship don't be discouraged verse 11 nevertheless some men say some men some men of asher manasseh and sebulun humble themselves and came to jerusalem it takes humility to come for worship it takes humility to come for worship it takes humility to show up in church it takes humility to raise your hands in worship it takes humility to express yourself in worship the ones we say oh they are just showing off in worship no you are showing off in pride when you don't worship that's right when you are preventing worship from flowing you are showing off your pride and your arrogance but when you are given to worship you are just humble before god you don't care what people will think about you so some men say some men say some men say some men are you among those some men are you among those some men hello you don't seem to be you don't seem to be are you among those some men some men humble themselves and came to jerusalem the hand of god was on judah to give them one heart to do what the king and the princes commanded by the word of the lord there 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 were those who mocked there were those who laughed but some men responded and the hand of the lord was upon judah to give the, he gave them one heart say one heart one heart i pray for one heart this church must have one heart undivided heart not many hearts one heart 
the day we have one heart things will happen in the church man when we have one heart things will happen in the church so leave your heart back and come with the heart of worship leave your heart back heart with a lot of ambitions and lot of uh, bitterness and uh, anger and all those things leave it back come with the heart of worship one heart say one heart that's right on the upper, in the upper room they were in one mind one accord so it's all keys in the kingdom keys in the kingdom willingness is a key one heart is another key now the people were gathered in at jerusalem to celebrate the feast of the unleavened bread in the second month a very say very say a very large assembly say very large assembly i hope you don't have a phobia for crowd i'll pray for you if you have a phobia for crowd i'll pray for you because very soon you're going to see crowding in the house of god in the house of god they'll be crowding in the house of god and they arose and removed the altars which were in jerusalem they also removed all the incense altars and cast them into the brook of kidron all the evil pagan altars they destroyed they brought it to nothing hallelujah when you establish worship you must destroy false worship false religion hallelujah if you want to establish worship in your life destroy false religion destroy false religion destroy everything that is vying your attention destroy everything that is distracting you from god bring it down crush it throw it in the in the, in the river kidron brook kidron yes throw it throw it the things that are standing in the way of worship break it pulverize it throw it in the brook of kidron